You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week, featuring news and commentary on this week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I am your host, Dario Kristen. It is April 3rd. Joining me today is the beautiful, with the lovely fro, Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? DJ Jesse J. What's up? Today's show, we have a variety of different topics, including Jamie Foxx's criticized over Bruce Jenner transgender jokes, Michelle Obama's appearance at Black, Rock, Gir- Black Girls Rock catches mad attention, and then TSA is accused of racial discrimination over a hair search for a, on a black woman. Michelle Obama caught mad attention? She got mad, mad attention. attention. Mad as in mad. And the pun is included. That's right, that's right. But we first have to read our buzzmeter question from last week, which was, are you happy with the diversity on television lately? You guys voted. We had a variety of answers here. 14% of you said yes. 29% of you said no. 10% of you said, what diversity? And 47% of you said, it's getting better. So most people think it's... So you guys think it's getting better? Most people do. Most people do. But quite a few people think are not happy about the diversity. They are not 30% happy. 30% is pretty high. That is pretty high. To not be happy about it. Okay. Yeah, but so basically it's kind of 40 to 60. What's wrong yeah. with y'all? We'll see. Well, Why y'all not happy about their being diversity on TV? Maybe they feel like there isn't. Yeah, enough. I think they feel like it isn't diversity on TV. I think that's probably or how they read they it. Maybe they feel like it's too much. Well, that would be tragic if that's the case. <laughs> we should have had an answer. This just needs to stop. Right. <laughs> diversity <laughs> needs to end. This is Only much. Caucasian and white programming. <laughs> All right. White street programming. Right. Wet TV. Ooh. Right. All right. Well, the buzzmeter question for today is, do you think Jamie Foxx was too harsh on Bruce Jenner? We are going to talk about that a little bit later. But first, we're going to start with the trendy topics with DJ Jesse J. So Chris Rock has been in the news because he is, has been pulled over three times, three times in the past month. And so his new thing for this is, is every time he gets pulled over, now he wasn't driving every time, there was one he was a passenger in it, uh, but every time he gets pulled over, he's going to take a selfie and just kind of put it into social media to kind of just put it out there, like, here I am again, getting pulled over, getting pulled over, getting pulled over. What, are you, what were you about to say on that? I wasn't about to say nothing. Uh-huh. I'm just smiling. So with him kind of complaining, you know, putting this out there, Isaiah Washington felt like he was complaining a little bit, and he had some advice for Chris Rock, where he tweeted at him, and the tweet goes, I sold my $90,000 Mercedes G500 and bought three Priuses because I got tired of being pulled over by police. Hashtag adapt. And then he tweeted that at Chris Rock. So, a whole bunch of people on Twitter... You just... Go on. <laughs> got really upset with him and felt like he was a sellout and felt like he should have never said anything like that to Chris Rock because why should you ever get rid of your property, sell your property, bring yourself down to a level because something is happening to you that's unfair? 
Um, I'm going to let Courtney sh- speak I first. I was just going to say, are we sure Isaiah downgraded? I drive a Prius, so I don't consider it a downgrade. <laughs> but uh, are we sure Isaiah downgraded to his Priuses because of not wanting to get pulled over or because he lost a few jobs? Because if we Thank do a you. little math, you know, you could probably get your three Priuses for about 65. Three of them? They're gonna be like twenty thou. You could get because you're not gonna get all the same Prius, That's and true. you don't have to get them all fully loaded. That's but true. you could get a twenty to twenty five thou Prius, yeah. so you're still economical. clocking in about seventy five thousand. So maybe you just needed to be more economical, and you're trying to make it about your color. And you could still get pulled over in a Prius because my boo got pulled over in an old nineteen. 19- <laughs> 99 Ford F-150. <laughs> so bump you and your stupid comment, too. I mean, I'm with you, Courtney. I mean, when I first read it, I was really annoyed with Isaiah because I was, first of all, I was like, are you just saying this to try and get in the news, which I still yes. think he was. And then of he ended up doing an interview on CNN. And, oh, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. He did a that. CNN interview, and then he, you know, then he. <laughs> Chris back, Rock didn't even do the yeah, interview. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock, first of all, has not commented on Isaiah's comment, which I which he shouldn't. But then Isaiah kind of went in and started talking about how, you know, I feel like he backpedaled. Because then it was like, oh, well, I don't think that someone should have to give up their vehicle, you know, because they're black and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, dude, was this a forced, just like you said, was this a forced downgrade? Because, listen, we, those checks are not coming like the Grey's Anatomy checks, okay? So, First of all, why are you even making that statement? Because I, I also don't agree that you should have to downgrade your car because you are African American men and and to fight the system. Mm-hmm. To me, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's. But it's also like still to me like his comment was just unnecessary. Well, I just wish he didn't tweet it one at Chris Rock, and then I hate that he wrote hashtag adapt. Adapt. Because yeah. here's my thing: I could understand because there has been a time in my personal life where. I was getting pulled over all the time on a specific street in a specific car and I so I could see someone saying this is ridiculous like it ain't even worth to have this Mercedes like I'm just gonna because sometimes it really is the color of your car certain things do do that absolutely so I can understand that aspect of it but then to take it and put it into this right now which isn't just a comment you're making this a social political movement right now hashtag adapt yeah so you're saying that this is an you adapting to what the prejudice yeah Yeah. like so I don't know so I can understand a portion of why he said it but he took it to a whole nother level like the adapt thing just really irritated me because it was just like what is your what is your real stance on this and then the CNN interview after that it was just kind of like the CNN interview made me real think okay well I could understand because I did stop wearing fitted hats when I drive I do stop wearing hoodies like Sure, certain certain things. There are certain sure. things that I do consciously make that decision for, but to say, like, that's not an adaptation of my life. I'm not going to, like, if I see it and I want to be conscious of it and not deal with it, or, you know what I mean, I guess I'm in the car, you know what I mean? Like, it all just works out like that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I know people who've gotten pulled over in a Honda Civic, and I know people who've gotten pulled over in a Mercedes, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And then I, I think also for me, the fact that he was just, like, naming the price of his car, I think that annoyed me that a little bit, gross. too. You know what I mean? Like, you could just say, <laughs> you didn't even need to really say just what say car it was. I downgraded my car because of the fact that I feel that I don't want to be a target in this, you know, and leave it at that. You had to be out. specific. And I don't, it I, makes I don't you know. Gross. It, I and wasn't feeling that. the fact that he was on CNN makes it even gross. Yeah. So I'm 
grossed out by you. Was he talking to Don Lamone? Yep. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> That's the go-to guy. I just can't. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from that, the go-to guy this week has been Bruce Jenner. So at the iHeartRadio Music Awards, Jamie Foxx opened up with a monologue in which he announced that Bruce Jenner is going to be performing a his and her duet. <laughs> and then he went on to say, "Just I'm just busting your balls. While I still can. Now, the world (laughs) went crazy. I mean, you would think, like, a comedian has never said anything about anyone before. Well, everyone has stepped up. A lot of people have stepped up and said that this was uh, tasteless. It was um, disgusting, disgraceful against the transgender community, against Bruce Jenner. This is a, a very sensitive time for Bruce. And for hi- and for Jamie to make such horrible comments is ridiculous. Chloe came out um, and said... I just think it's a low blow. I think it's very mean, but, you know, I wish him all the best. It is what it is. I just think, and I know Jamie, so I think that's also why it's a really low blow. But, hey, guess that's what he felt the need to do for a little press. I think he's just a comedian, and I think what you're doing now is about press. And if we were to say this, part of me wonders is if what Bruce is doing is actually, it doesn't blow my mind to think that Bruce Jenner might change his whole sexuality for press because the Kardashians have made, brainwashed me to believe that y'all will do anything for press. So, but moving past that, the reality of all this is I can't even believe that this is a conversation. Jamie Foxx is a comedian. It's what he does. And not only that, but they just had the Justin Bieber roast. It's called roasting. When you're a celebrity and you're put on a certain platform, it's going to happen. Especially coming from a comedian, especially when you haven't spoken about it. Speaking pe- of that, they, um, a lot of uh, a lot of the Justin Bieber jokes were tied into Paul Walker. They didn't quite air, but like, is anyone getting mad at that? No, right? Because the thing is, and especially that's a great point because that's on Comedy Central. So we're like, ha 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 ha. We know what this is about. But now when Jamie Foxx, so I was watching the re- no the talk, and um, uh, what's her name? Who used to do Talk Soup? Uh, Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler said, you know, I think the problem is with Jamie Foxx is that if it was anyone else as a comedian, it would have worked. But because Jamie has crossed over into acting and music, they put put that on him. So what do you guys think? I mean, it was a joke. I mean, people joke all the time. Uh, You know, it it goes back to conversations we've had before on the show. At what point are people allowed to joke and what people uh, take everything so seriously? I mean, at the end of the day, he was just making a joke. It was a pun. He didn't say anything hurtful. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything towards the family. He didn't say he didn't make a death threat towards transgenders. You know what I mean? Like he 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 was just making a joke. And to me, it would be any joke that anyone else would make. And then the fact that Chloe commented, I mean, the Kardashians are for her to say that Jamie Foxx is doing this for press, which maybe is, whatever, the Kardashians are known for doing everything for press. The fact that you even comment it is mm-hmm. press. Just don't comment. You know what I mean? Just It'll go away. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I thought it was like really close. It was a, like, such a all, softball you know. joke. Yeah. His and her duet. Even his son. Joke. They interviewed his son, uh, the um, oldest yeah. son. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. This with a B, I believe. But Brandon. Yes. Or Brandon some, Jenner. Is one Brandon? of those. I don't know if that's the correct name, but um, his oldest son commented, too. He kind of alluded to that Jamie was just doing it for press. But I'm like, He's I hosting mean, the iHeart Music Does Jamie show. really? Is, he's got the press. Yeah, I mean, he's already got the press. So, 
uh, he was know. on uh, whatever I can't even I, I refuse to give any more voice to it because it's just absurd to me and I get that like it's that weird space like where do we draw the line because if so and so says something about black people then black people are angry and if so why can't we yeah. do it like I get it but in the end like it was not like a flippant comment it was in a routine of of stand-up comedy basically he was right. doing a little stand-up set introing right. a show so put it into that context and the fact that what he said wasn't even all that harsh all that harsh yeah it's kind of like he wasn't doing a, such a cnn or it. hln news exclusive story right. about yeah. transgenders and made this <laughs> made comment joke, yeah. you know what i mean like come on let's let's keep it in perspective <laughs> Um, so there you go with that story. Uh, whatever you guys, maybe you guys are watching the Kardashians right now. But if you are, make sure you guys check out AfterBuzzTV.com. It's our sister site. Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's over, hit up AfterBuzzTV.com. Thank you, DJ Jesse J. We're going to move on to gossip with Courtney Stewart. So we have Sir Roger Moore in the news this week. <laughs> And apparently he said some racist comments about Idris Elba in regards to the 007 franchise. So the rumor's been out there that Idris might take over possibly once Daniel Craig is gone. I would love it. When the Sony hack happened, word on the street was that Sony was kind of excited about maybe using Idris. But apparently Sir Roger Moore is not so excited. He gave this interview to French magazine Paris Match and he basically said was quoted as saying that 007 should be English, English. And the reason these comments apparently drew some criticism, according to him, was because he feels like it was lost in translation. And his uh, commentary was that years ago he said that Cuba Gooding Jr. would be an excellent Bond, but that's a joke because Bond is supposed to be an Englishman. And then he kept talking, and he went on to say that um, James has been played by a Scotsman, a Welshman, and an Irishman. I think he has to remain English-English. It's an interesting idea, but unrealistic. So he kind of referred to Idris, but then he kept saying that he was only talking about Bond needing to be English, not actually saying anything about Idris. So was he upset with the the Scotland Scottish person playing? I mean, it based on his comment, it seems like he was just saying it's been a Scotsman, it's been a Welshman, it should be an Englishman, and that's what he's trying to sort of express that he was saying okay. that it should just be an Englishman. Problem is, is that Idris is English. Yeah, but by him saying, I noticed you said English Englishman. Like, does that mean in translation white, white, <laughs> white Englishman? Like you know what I mean? In quotation, white Englishman. And you that know. is therein lies the question: What did you mean, English English? Because English, Idris English. is English. Yes, he is English. And there are right, like they're brown Englishmen. Yeah. Oh no, Roger. So Roger, I think you need to do some more research. Yes. I think, Roger, you just... Roger, I liked you before, Roger, but you just, you know... And Roger, and and, and Bond is a fictional character. (laughs) Right, right, right. It's not like a historical figure. Like, we're not making Prince (laughs) Edward I a black man. Right, okay. So I don't understand why it's a big deal. But, you know, people get sensitive about stuff. Anyway, good luck, Roger Moore. Um, Also getting some crap thrown at them this week was Miss Michelle Obama because she made an appearance at the amazing Black Girls Rock event that taped last weekend and then it's airing on Sunday, I believe. Yeah. And her assistant took over her Twitter and posted like, ooh, we're at at Black Girls Rock. (laughs) And white girls got upset, apparently. (laughs) And they were upset last year too, just the, for the, at the fact that Black Girls Rock existed. Um, so last year, the hashtag White Girls Rock was actually trending on Twitter. 
And so this oh, year, God. when they found out Michelle Obama was at Black Girls Rock, they were all too upset. <laughs> what so here are some comments that were made on um, uh, Michelle Obama's Instagram page. Quote, I am all for the empowerment of disadvantaged groups. I just don't see how alienating an oppressed group, i.e. women, by focusing on a subset of that group helps anyone. Next comment. If a white person posted this and it said white girls rock, the shit would hit the fan. Next comment. Black girls rock is leaving out all other girls of color. Brown is a color. Yellow is a color. Red is a color. And yes, white is still a color. One day racism will end because we will no longer notice the color of our fellow human beings. All girls rock. Dan okay, Michelle show Obama. me somebody who, other than being sunburned, is skin is red and yellow. <laughs> like one, like come on, that was just racist. In that was pretty racist. What you're saying. Yeah. Secondly, Michelle Obama is black, so she's supporting herself and her daughters. And I know many people who talk about blondes are better. Blondes do it better. Do you know any blonde black girls that are naturally blonde? So my thing is, is like, you do do white girls rock. It's just different ways of saying it. And this is bringing an oppressed group up. And it's just a positive message. And why That's are we thing. tainting it? Why are we? There's no, there's, it doesn't say, like, the title of the show is not Black Girls Rock, White Girls Suck. <laughs> right, right. It's just Black Girls right. Rock. So it's a celebrate. It's no different than you celebrating your family and being like, the Stewarts are awesome. And we have a freaking family reunion every year. And you have a t-shirt because you're proud of your family like i don't understand why <laughs> it has to be an attack on another group because it's I just see exaltation I mean, of listen, some racist I just gotta say like it. White, it, white women it doesn't even bother me actually if there was a show called white girls rock I, I mean go hilarious. ahead you know what do you but here's the thing let's just keep let, let's just keep it like honest something like all over again I thought it'd be like that VH1 show with Brett Rocka, age, oh, Rocka, yeah, Rocka. oh, yeah, oh. kind of like that feel. But here's the thing, though, we're reminded every day that white girls rock, so what we don't need, a, we don't need a new show. I mean, you know, but I, I get it, I get it, I get it about the whole separation thing, and and pe some people feel that we need to just not separate different ethnic groups and just put it all together and it just should be whatever what women's rock women rock is that what they would prefer it to be that's cute but, too and that's cool that can be but the case when stuff we have to celebrate culture too i'm sorry have we to have to celebrate culture if it was latina women rock i wouldn't get upset if it was asian women rock indian women rock go ahead like i said white girl rock it doesn't bother me cuz to me every day is white girl rock when you turn on tv so it's you know it's it, we, I think we need to celebrate culture. And I'm over people, like, trying to pretend like they don't exist in a state of privilege. Right. Like, get over yourself already. Right. Like, there's no, there's a whole thing out right now with that Glamour magazine, or is it Grant Glamour or Cosmo? Where mm, they... It's Cosmo, and they, I think it's Cosmo. Is it Cosmo? It's one of those. Where black where people, they, we're basically saying black women are out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, they did a comparison of, like, what's in and what's great yeah. and what's not. And every picture of a person of color, yep. and it wasn't just black women, but, um, there were some Latino women, 
every picture of a black woman or a Latina woman was what was out, and the trend on the white girl was in. And it's like, okay, fine, that just happens to be one day that, you know, Sierra wore dark lipstick, and dark right. lipstick isn't in anymore, but nobody looked at that and realized, oh my god, we're just putting all the black girls on the out, like, and that that communicates a message to people, whether you intended it or not. Yeah, And it so, does. that idea alone is proof of your privilege, and proof that white girls, you need to maybe recognize that black girls rock, and be okay with it. I think the picture that they used actually was Sierra and Jessica Biel, and it, it was like oh, the yeah. same. It was like the same hairstyle, and it, it was saying that Sierra's was out, out. and Jessica Biel's was in. But it literally, outside of Sierra having blonde extensions, I think mm-hmm. sort of at the end, different. it was I a little like, different. But the, but but it it looked yes at a first glance. At, 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 at first Jessica glance, it looked the same. Exactly, you know, so and that's the point. Jessica Biel was in, Sierra was out. Sierra, because that's what it ends up looking like. Because yeah. they had Kendall Jenner like next to um, the black model. I think it was Jordan Dunn. Yeah, and I was just like, really? Like, come on, y'all, come on. But whatever, it's fine. It is what it is. It White is girls, don't is. be mad. You still rock in your a, own way. Exactly. You, nobody's saying you suck. Yeah. Just as much we, you we, have, we, not, we have enough room for. All women to rock. rock Everyone can rock together. Yes, I'm sure there were some white girls in the black girls rock audience having a great time. Exactly. (laughs) Loving their sisters. That's right. There you go. All right. Thank you, Courtney. Is that all the gossip you got today? That's all we got. Well, we're going to move on to hot topics. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone to go to iTunes and give us a rating and comment. We do pay attention to all of the things that you say. We want to continue to build great programming for everyone. We have The Beat, which Jesse hosts. We have Fashion 411, which Courtney is a co-host on as well. We have Portraits. We have uh, Stand Up, Sit Down, Geek Nerd Tech. Next. 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 Black Tea Party. The list goes on and on. We have about 15 different shows. Just saying is our new popular show that's out there. You're going to get the tea on relationships and love and sex. you got to tune into that show as well. But make sure you give us a rating and comment. We really want to pay attention to what you guys are saying and to build you some really great programming. So go to iTunes, give us a rating. If it's not a five, let us know why. All right, we're going to move on but to the... give us a five. But give us a five. <laughs> give message, us a five message, and message, let message. us know why. And let us know why. We're going to move on to the EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. And we are not going to get music for that today. And yes, we are going to get music for that today. All right, Courtney, I, I'm, before I start this story, I'm going to actually talk to you about this because you are appropriately wearing hair today that is perfect for this story. So, okay, let me start off. So the story is about TSA and alleged racism towards black women because apparently, which we'll get into a little bit later, um, there is someone who is saying that black women are targets of racism, specifically from TSA, as far as searching their hair. Mm -hmm. You are rocking a beautiful afro today. Have you been a victim of TSA? If you peep my Facebook page, I want to say probably sometime last year, Mm -hmm. I was patted down on my fro for the first time, and I felt very uncomfortable with that and very pissed off that they were allowed to do that and that there was nothing I could do about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, how when you say patted down, explain to the audience a little bit more what that means. Okay, pretend like this is my afro, and don't be thinking nothing nasty (laughs) because I know this could be sexually. (laughs) You just actually, now my mind went there. I'm going to Photoshop this video. And I usually have on, because, you know, if I'm flying, I usually got my hair, like, twisted down or under, like, a cap or something. I had a hat on. She made me take my hat off. My hair was on a fro, so it had expanded. And she goes, oh, I have to pat your hair. And I said, excuse me? She said, yes, I have to pat your hair. She literally went like this. And fondled my scalp and went up in my hair to make sure I wasn't hiding no weapons of mass destruction and let me through. I mean, but how did you feel about it? I was pissed off. You don't 
don't touch my hair. Like, no. I was mad because, like, first of all, it's hard enough to get the shape that I want to be in. <laughs> and you effing it up with your hands. And you fondling all up in there. And then you're going to be mad because don't get it twisted. Yes, we have to use oils and whatnot. So your hands might come out a little bit greasy. But that's your fault because you all up in my head. And, like, not like, oh, let me just. No, they have to, like. Make sure they can feel your head. Like fingers in in the, they say they need to touch the scalp. Yes, so like they need fingers to be able to in feel the scalp. Your scalp. Okay. And obviously you gotta work through to get to my scalp a little bit. I was upset. I was mad. And I had never had that done to me before. And I was like, when did this become one of the rules? And I posted on Facebook, like, have y'all been patting that? Like I didn't I did not get notification from TSA that my afro was a requirement for mm-hmm. pat down. And they say that the 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 rule is if they can't see your scalp, they have to they check have it. To which check I'm it. like Bullshit. Um these white bitches. White girls with wigs long straight hair, yeah. do, you are not patting them down. Or what about the snooky bump? You are not patting well, them down. I did not see one white lady walk through, and I was there on a morning. There was a line full of people. They did not pat down a white girl with her hair just down. And you can't see all her scalp. Well, attorney novella... Razor blades up in the air. Right, it could be. Uh, attorney novella Coleman Novella, excuse me, Novella Coleman, she shared, shared the same sentiments that you did because she says she's experienced being singled out three times now of alleged racism towards TSA. And this is a little clip from her interview on Huffington Post on what she had to say about her particular incident. Did and you send me that, that email? Clip. All right, so <laughs> this is what she said. I also have it written down because, um, you know, we, we, we are having some technical, technical difficulties. difficulties. <laughs> this is what Miss Coleman had to say. The first time it happened to me, I was completely caught off guard. I went through the full body scanner at the airport. Mm-hmm. I turned around and looked at the screen. She said nothing unusual was on it. And then the TSA agent next to me said, now I need to search your hair. And then she proceeded to grab my hair and just squeeze it from top to bottom. And then she found nothing. The two white women that I was with went through, nothing happened to them, and they were never searched. Coleman is now recently, uh, she's really pushed this issue because she said that she feels like she's a victim of being, obviously, having some racism. And she said that, you know, lots of black women experience this. And the fact that she experienced it three times, she is now working with TSA uh, to implement a new policy which will prohibit such procedures towards women, especially of women of color. Um, now, what she said was after after she complained to the TSA agents, she was told this. First, she was told that uh, the TSA policy is to search passengers' hair if it, if it has extensions. Then the agent um, widened the policy to include extensions or abnormalities. Later, they said they search a passenger's hair if they cannot see the scalp. Now, she has dreadlocks. If you will look at this picture later on or go online, we'll be able to maybe pull this up. Um, she has dreadlock, long dreadlocks. So the fact that they can't see her scalp or whatever she was it's saying bullshit. is crap. I was traveling with my boyfriend at the time. He has dreadlocks. They did not pat him down. Hmm. They patted my fro down. Interesting. Now, TSA has reached an agreement with her, and they said that they are now... This was actually in Los Angeles, by the way. Yes, I was in Los Angeles. It was in Los Angeles, our airport. She said that um, the that TSA will undergo training to emphasize racially neutral practices, and the agency will specifically track complaints to assess whether discrimination may be occurring. I, this is a weird thing for me, because... First of all, I obviously know how black women feel about their hair. Let's start there. And let's also start with the fact that no one should be patted down or touched in a way that they feel that they are being racially discriminated against. But I am a fearful flyer. (laughs) 
By being a fearful flyer, I want everybody to be patted I down. Want these because to take their if you have off. any, if you have a, if, if you have big hair, I don't care what, when I say this, I, white, Black Asian, black, have, whatever. That's fine. If you have hair that I can't see your scalp or it, it could appear that anything could be hidden in there, I do want you searched. Okay. Then make it a policy that you're searching everybody's hair. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're, like, a shaved right. head, basically, or a shaved right. down, then you're searching every, And then I'm fine with it. Because I didn't trip. Like, I wasn't screaming at her and cussing her out or nothing. I ain't trying to go to jail. But it was like, <laughs> why are you putting my hair like that? Like, it's not necessary. Like, and if you feel like you're being targeted just because the texture of your hair is different than a girl with long, straight hair. Because, boo, a long, straight-haired girl with her hair up in a ponytail and a bun can hide something much easier than I can yep. hide Yeah, I mean, that's true. So... Yeah. That that's my only thing. If you let some it, little like, curly Jewish boy walk up in there with a curl and fro on his head, he gonna get checked. You profiling Afro black girls, and that's not cool. Sign well, pat us all. Down. It's an interesting subject, and we'll see what happens. But uh, we'll see if those policies really stick. Boy, I doubt it. They're still gonna be fond of people's hair. They still gonna be fond of people's hair. All right. Um, this last story of the day is about African Americans as well, but it's more about African Americans and their spending. We always talk about how, obviously, we as African Americans have a strong spending power, and we are we have been documented with that. And there's been a lot of research on how much we spend and contribute to mar- the market and mm-hmm. all that great thing. Well, according to Neighbor Works America survey, African Americans are the highest percentage of households who do not have savings compared to other races. African Americans at 47% do not have savings in their bank account. Hispanics are at 41% and and Caucasians are at 19%. So with all of our spending, we're not saving for the rainy day. What do you guys feel about that? And from based off of what I know with my friends, that sounds very accurate. I mean, growing up, I would remember random little things of like you would I'd be like all the kids would have, like, cool sneakers or cool clothes. My mom had me at Michael's buying, like, blank T-shirts and paint stencils to make my clothes because my mom is cheap as hell and that you got to save your money for things that matter and count. And that's just how my family was. But my family's also cheap Greeks. So, but then it would, I would get so jealous because, like, my other friends, they would have, like, sneak, like, buying, like, the dopest sneaker. My mom would look at them like, what do you need $125 sneakers for at you. the age of 12? Yeah. And I would get so mad and so jealous I couldn't spend my money but my friends who were Native American black Hispanic they were always they were always out late they could always go do things that I was never allowed to do um that and then also another interesting thing is when I would go to their house I would have so much fun playing like video games and like just they always had like the Game Boys and just different toys and stuff like that my parents had a library in our house and like my friends would come over and make fun of me like why do you have this room that you guys never use so I mean, based off what I've seen, the the family households, and then that would also be, I would go to my friend's house and everyone would have a TV in all of their rooms. I'm like, oh shit, we have to watch TV at the kitchen table with my parents. (laughs) But that's just my situation with it, so. I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't, I think that without super generalizing because I was raised much like Jesse. <laughs> we had two televisions in the house. One was in the family room and one was in my parents' room. So you always watch TV with my parents either way it went. Um, we definitely weren't allowed to get the great shoes, but then we had the friends that did. I think that it's not uncharacteristic of brown folks to floss a little bit 
and maybe a little bit more than they should. I think there's a cultural context that mm-hmm. that is Absolutely. in. I also think that from a overall economic perspective, black people, whereas there are black people that make great money, I'm not saying that doesn't happen, in general, overall, I believe, I may be incorrect, that black people tend to be on the lower end of the salary spectrum in comparison to those other yeah. people. Yeah. So a larger portion of their salaries are used for living expenses, and then the little bit that's left over ends up getting spent on something else, which is also contributing to why there is no savings. So it's not okay, but I'm not surprised at all by that statistic. But do you think this is a deeper level because we also now have reality shows, we have music that talks about flossing and, and popping bottles and being at the, having the hottest stuff. Do you think that that's influencing the culture <laughs> yes. in order to make us think that, you know what, I want to keep up with that trend, but I, at the end of the day, I really don't have the money to keep up with that. See, I I would almost say that it's because it's been in existence long before that. Yeah. Because I don't think it helps at all. Like, and I, but I don't think it helps Americans. Period. Yeah, I think I it's think more Americans general now with reality, not just a twisted idea. Because with the whole economic collapse in two thousand eight, it was very apparent that we as Americans are way more in debt and don't have savings in a way that we should at all. And right. that's across the board: black, white, yellow, pink, whatever. Um, but for black people specifically, like that existed a lot. I mean, go back to the Air Jordan days when people getting shot and killed for Jordan right, on the street. Go yeah. back before that to the 70s when it was great to finally get a Cadillac because black people were sort of moving into their own areas and having their own money in a different kind of way and not as civil rights sort of came along and it was a little bit freer for you to do and go and sort of be like you wanted to assert your position that you could have what everybody else had just as equally in everything. So I think it to leave it on reality TV now, like I think reality TV just I think it and, makes it more general with the reality because yeah. I see a lot of my friends out now, it's like, they're, oh, we got to go uh, to this brunch, to this, to mm-hmm. this, to this. It's like, I remember when we would be like, you want to come over and I'm going to cook over. some food? Exactly. Like, well, like, everyone's going to have a drink. Got a drink. We got right. a drink. We got to go get a drink. We got to yeah. go get a drink. We got to go get, like, can we just have a drink at the fucking house for $10? We can get a whole bottle and have as many drinks as we want like everything now is about getting cute and feeling yourself and wanting to go out and it's like you see this generation of people and it isn't just black it's it really is everybody now it's to the point of like Everyone fe- like feels like they're on a reality television show in the yeah. way that they spend are. money. Just, we, we put our but that's how we that's how we do it. So yeah. We want to make our lives on the internet look good to people. So we're always out with our friends. You're getting dressed up. Girls getting their faces beat. Got to show everybody. Like that's just the culture we live in right now, and it's unfortunate because we ain't got no money. Well, you know? according to the survey, also is that is saying that people should have three to six. Three to six, six months, months saved in your savings for but a rainy day. And saying that too, though, like that's also exceptionally difficult for the average person making any. Like, if you, unless you make a substantial amount of money, like in this day and age with inflation and economics, like we like don't get two, three paid. Minutes, sure. <laughs> and depending on also where you live, yeah. Like most of us are paying way more in rent if you live in a city like LA than we should be paying. Like I think rent is supposed to be like twenty percent of your entire mm-hmm. income for yeah. the month. It's probably and like most of us are more like fifty percent. Like, yeah, yeah, probably. First come around, you'd be like that idea of being able to save, like in good in theory, and yes, 
obviously you can sacrifice other things, but in practice it's very difficult to save that kind of money. I was actually sort of surprised by the statistic being 47% for African Americans. This is why, because I feel like people are making more money in the sense of the millennials, the mm-hmm. you know hipsters. We're we're in a it's in, we're in a different place, you know what I mean, than our parents were. I mean, the 80s was a big boom. That's when kind of money shifted and position shifted. We have a lot more. We don't talk about this enough, but I feel like we we have a lot more African Americans in substantial um, positions yes. in companies in corporate America. Also substantially in student but, loan debt. Well, that. That could be true. Yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses. Debt. I mean, that's true. Like, so, and just because we make more money doesn't mean we were ever taught or learned how to deal with to money. To deal with money. So, that's true. And that is very true. The education of that's money, true. it doesn't really exist so Over well. on the beat, we talked to Tank, and one thing Tank was saying, he was like, he was talking about the music industry, but it plays off of this. He was like, the way that the system was set up was you teach one, you tell one person, you teach them some of the, some of the aspects. And then they go to their community, community, and they show them little things. But that's all you give them, because it's always about the other person having more power. And yeah. so, with something like this, exactly like you said, you know, yes, more people are making more money, but are you they're spending, spending are you equally spending the, the right amount of money way? that it's they're like making? It's like how we talk right. about with the you know a lot of the NFL, sports players. Yeah. It's like you, these guys get all this money, but is there a program that sits with them and teaches them? Okay, look, so this is what you should be doing. That you know, who's handling? Who's handling that? So, and we also live in a country a, that don't hate. I am a full believer in capitalism, but our system is not set up for that to be the case for everybody. Because That's in that true. case, it would fail. Because the whole idea is that the more money you make, the more money you can spend. The more money you and can it spend. is a concerted effort of the powers that be to make sure that you, you are not it. saving that money, but that you are spending it. And that's not to say you don't have any self-control and you can't figure it out yourself, but we exist in a space where we are fighting against a lot of forces mm-hmm. to do that save thing. To not be cheap. Sure. To not be cheap. Well, I am very paranoid of being broke, so... Um, <laughs> Um, I'm I'm prob- I might I might break the statistic curve because I I'll I'll <laughs> not spend just because and I I don't know I have this weird philosophy I grew up in the Midwest so I have a weird philosophy of I don't even I, unless it's on sale I'm not gonna buy it you know yeah. I mean it, so it's just but even that has been hustled like that right. in itself has been hustled it's a play on our mind that's advertising <laughs> tricks like they up prices in a way yep. that is ridiculous you're right so that you think you're getting a sale but you're not because that should have been way less anyway to begin with True. so you're just thinking that it's cheaper that's why they price things at $9.99 so you think you're getting something a little bit less than you should be and you end up buying more of it yep. it's all a mental trick it's a mental <laughs> trick you're right <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys, if you guys want to continue this conversation, you know, tweet us, Instagram us. Well, you can't really Instagram us. us. How many of y'all out there really got six months? Yeah, let us know how much. How much savings do you really have? Yeah, Yeah. I'd like to know that actually. Specific money, but you know, like how many months could you live off your savings? Yeah, let us know. Go to YouTube, Mm -hmm. make a comment. Go to iTunes, make a comment. Let us know what you guys are saving because I'm curious. I want to know like where I fall in the majority of the population. I do because I want to know age wise. Like if you are like thirty and you can survive for three months or if you are like 25 and you can survive like six months on your salary. Right. Like what That's you interesting. Got? What you yeah, got? Leave that in the comments yeah. below. All right. Courtney, where can fans find you? Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. Jesse. DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, also, want to remind everyone to vote for the Buzzmeter question, which is, do you think Jamie Foxx was too harsh on his Bruce Jenner jokes? 
We talked about it today. Want to know what you guys think. Vote, and we will read those results next week. Have a great weekend. Happy April. So don't copy me. Happy Easter. It's Easter weekend. Have a good Easter and good Friday. Not for the Greeks, though. Next week. Oh, that's true. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.